0: Good morning, and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. We are here at the store at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan. So feel free to stop by. Uh, And uh, if you can't, you can certainly call in to talk to our experts. Our phone numbers are 217-356-9397, 356-WDWS. Or you can text us at 351-5357. We have our plant experts standing by, and they include... Right to left, John Weisgarver. Hey, good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John. Good morning, Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Steve Brown. Good morning, Tamara. Now we were afraid you weren't going to be able to join us. So. Well, no, we weren't. Yeah, I had so surprise. many other
1: better options in my yeah. office, but yeah, <laughs> we're more fun. We weren't for sure. For sure, there's no question. <laughs> it's
2: better to get out of that hole. I agree. Oh, with, yeah. I agree with you. <laughs> well, it's just
1: dark, you know, enclosed. Yeah. Uh, yeah so be out
3: here where you can see the snow.
1: Well, I'd rather hang around with a plant and to the enthusiast than
3: plant enthusiast. Oh, I'd You are. I
1: mean, that's one of the cool things about you both is that you share your enthusiasm with everyone,
3: whether they
0: want it or not. A good point, you know? Know. Yeah. Whether they want it or
1: not, yeah. or whether yeah. w- whatever level of gardening uh, experience and expertise they're at, and that's it's fun to see.
0: It is. Yeah. And it's infectious. Yes, yes. Which is also nice. Yeah, that's what I true. think
1: about when I think of these two. Yeah. Infections. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not sure I like that, <laughs> but but he means
1: it in the best possible way.
0: Of course he does. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, especially when you see these White things falling down in the sky right now. Ew!
3: Uh,
0: oh, they're uh, and I'm, not thi- I'm thinking,
1: okay, this can't be anything serious because tomorrow afternoon I was hoping to get a few things done. Oh, you will. It's, it's going to be 46 tomorrow, so awesome. it's
3: going to be right at 40 today. So okay. this is this is nothing. This you'll is you'll nothing. be out in the garden.
1: All, All right. Pass. Okay. Good. Good. What are you Do
3: getting you? done tomorrow?
1: Uh, I've got a. I've. I've been. Uh, I know you can't relate to this. Okay. I'll try, but... And I know John certainly (laughs) can't relate to this. Oh, it's
3: a five-gallon bucket thing. I I, (laughs) I was about to say the (laughs) same thing. I I think I've been
1: overthinking this raised bed thing. Oh. Oh, yeah. Just do it? Yeah. I just got to get the materials list and do it. Finish the design. And so going back and forth about having the ease of having completely uniform beds, same size, same length, same height all throughout, which would allow for future crop rotations or allocating space for different people or something like that to be more uniform versus having oh, this bed's twenty four feet long, this one's eight feet long, this one's sixteen, this huh. is this or whatever and it and so it would just allow it to be to flow relatively easily, okay, the disadvantage and it would probably be easier to handle the length of the boards and building especially assembling it on your own sure. kind of thing yeah. versus having longer boards and you know trying to be down here and secure this and level that and then going down there to get another length. I have a with thing. the fact that by doing so, I'm going to use a little more material because I'll have more ends, mm-hmm. and I'll be creating more pathways and more aisles. So I'll have less planting space. Mm. Uh, and I I think I've beat it up enough Okay. you're not married to anybody like that
3: no i'm not
1: no um see <laughs> so you, you know you can't relate to this at all is no. that
0: sarcasm
3: oh <laughs> oh is, yes. that sarcasm? Yes. <laughs> is that
0: sarcasm yes that's sarcasm that's the name new name of the show
1: <laughs> ish <laughs> right. um so so anyway
3: back to uh, the raised beds
1: i just got a just got to say, just do it. I've got a neighbor who did a tremendous job oh, yeah. with his raised beds nice. this last year. And that's what's spurred me to take mine to another level. Gotcha. Uh, so I, I just need to do it. I just, uh, and so I'm probably leaning towards the uniform because space overall is really not an issue. That's not a limiting factor where I have to get in as much as I possibly sure. can into a small amount of space, smaller amount of space. Mm-hmm. That's lucky. Because you know what? will happen. If you don't do it, you're going to go, boy, I wish I did it. But I could do yeah. that either way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still, That's
0: though, I, I do appreciate the little pathways and, you know, just breaks in the bed. Yeah, every four so that feet can, by eight feet, it's like,
3: uh, yeah, walk oh. a
1: little bit further around that <laughs> Yeah, seriously. You know, but. Um,
3: That's a lot of cutting.
1: Well, and hopefully, hopefully minimal on that, if I can play my cards right but 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 it um, there's a good chance we're going to use just from a cost standpoint uh, my neighbor and friend found uh, a source for some white oak boards which which isn't typically on the list of a weather resistant wood right but Hmm. white oak would tolerate it pretty well and um, I think from a cost benefit standpoint it's probably going to be the the right solution. But because it's such a hard board, I'll have to drill f- f- wherever the screws are going to be placed. I won't yeah. be able to just to screw right through it very well. Hmm. So there's going to be some extra work Extra there. steps. Yeah. So anyway, that's that kind of where we're at. So.
0: And you mentioned that uh, you might have different spaces for different people. Well, if if you're gonna if rent it, it going to sp- out, or are we talking family? Yeah, yeah I don't, I, I, <laughs> nice Tamara. Plots yeah, for I sale. I don't think we'll be renting, but uh, <laughs> okay.
1: but again, if somebody or if if it's a space where it's this child's uh-huh. garden space, sure. your grandkids like that. can but have the, their own space. But sure. you know, having having a space that's theirs to learn and try different things. You know? Sure. And that's so true. again, if that's it's great. uniform, it's a little bit easier to say, boom. Okay, speaking of wait, spaces for
2: wait, people, wait, what? What? But you know what? If you're going to do that, then I could pick out what I want you to plant. And, yeah,
3: speaking me. of that. No,
1: no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I, I'm thinking you can tend your own four-by-eight. I have oh, seeds
3: right here in my hand that we picked up. Maybe Steve would grow those
1: well, for us, well, we said. I, yeah, we said but that. I, but I, I would, and here's the challenge with that, um, because of the rambling nature of those. Because the boxes are only going to be four feet wide, so you can reach across and plant sure. different crops and this kind of stuff in it. And I was only going to make the aisles, the the minor aisles, three feet wide. You know, and have some larger ar- arterial aisles, yeah. but only have three feet space. So, you know, this this watermelon, I mean, she's blocking the aisle. Moon There's
3: and just... stars, yellow, 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 yellow meat.
1: But, Oops, but
2: yeah. you have enough space that you and could do an auxiliary in
1: ground bed for those. Exactly. Isn't that and, cool? And and that's are you, and Ooh. I've got and I've got a spot picked out for that.
2: Oh.
3: That's that's a mm. new seed. I picked it up because it's new. Okay. For us,
0: Moon and Stars yellow watermelon.
1: And we we've, we've grown and s- uh, Moon and Stars before. Um, I think I think I've brought. So maybe a couple instead ago, of i, I don't think.
3: remember having them but there's a lot i don't remember so <laughs> okay
0: trying just trying to describe this now uh, watermelons are usually like pink on the inside right this one instead is more of an orange and it has really beautiful specks of orange on the on the skin rind. yeah, okay. yeah the rind. yeah those are the anybody
2: stars in the moon. Kind of thing. <laughs> i guess that's why it would be called the stars huh mm-hmm. stars yeah,
1: yeah. No, Very they're pretty. They're, a, they're a beautiful heirloom Watermelon. But so anyway, back to I think I think John's right for the most part other than having to go haul water to this auxiliary (laughs) uh, patch. But yes, don't you have a wagon for your buckets? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, come Come on. on. We we could make it happen. It's still a matter of getting her done. Okay. (laughs) I have a wagon. I don't have a yoke. I don't either. <laughs> I <know>. don't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to go there. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is a green zebra tomato. I know it's been in the market for a while, but it's new for this company. And I think those are really pretty. It's kind and, of. A and,
1: and those are out there in the Chef Jeff line. Also, uh, oh, yes. Okay. Uh, vegetables. Uh-huh. Yeah. But
3: if you want to grow them from seed, we got them. Uh, Neat. Uh,
1: green tomatoes. Do they taste like green tomatoes or no,
3: no. I think the color's green. They the color's green. Right. So when
1: the when they're ripe, they are green. Okay. Uh, yeah. They're just uh,
3: different. Uh, softer,
1: fleshier. They're not a hard, firm like a. Oh, I'm going to get these off the vine before it freezes. Kind of. Okay. Tasteless. Yeah. This sounds like an Probably
3: ambitious project you have, Steve.
1: Yeah. And what then, are you going
3: to use to I mean, fill it with?
1: Uh, mainly just compost.
3: Oh, just compost. Yeah. Just okay.
1: Compost and then bark the pass in between.
3: A little bit of indigenous soil or not?
1: Yeah, because the soil that's underneath most of this, unless it's uh, lining on top of a pathway, existing pathway has been improved awesome. over the years. So it's going to... Great. There's already organic matter down deeper. Yep. So. Great. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. So and it's the kind of thing that can happen in bits and pieces over the winter months. Sure. As weather allows. As weather but allows. But yeah. I've got to get some of it done immediately so we can take advantage of some of the early spring plants. Sure. And Absolutely. Before it gets to be too wet out there. so. It is a little anyway, bit wet. Anyway, time, mo- time to make a decision to move on. Thanks for helping me.
3: White oak. Hmm, I like it.
1: Well, I have a
3: dining room table of white oak that belonged to my great-grandmother. Who's whoa, b- who's wow. Been, she's been gone 65 years, and she had it a long time before that. Wow. How a, wonderful. And it's hey. tough as toenails. T- 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 it's a hey.
1: White oak is a strong wood. So if you can get 150, 170 years out in a dining room, surely I can get 10 oh, or 15 years the in the garden. Daylight's out of, out of it. So. Out of well, it. Yeah, isn't for there, sure. there
0: some way that you could uh, put a coating or something over it to well, shellac I, it? I, I, <laughs> I could,
1: but that takes away part of the reason why I'm using the wood that I'm using. Because okay. I don't want to introduce that chemical. and you Plus the that fact in, that the, the compost is going to be so well-drained. It's going to make the wood itself less likely to rot. Yeah, it's, it's it, not like it's, it's going to be hold a, a, a long heavy, long yeah. Okay. So.
3: Yes. Hey, nice. Hey. Get on with it now, okay? All right. <laughs> you, you might
2: be surprised. That it might be better than cedar.
1: Well, I know the cost is certainly going to be. Yeah. Um,
3: nice. Okay, here's the big question of the week. Tamara. Yes. Did you get your bulbs in the ground?
0: Yes. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs>
3: no kidding. Thank you. Thank you. I'm quite no proud. No kidding.
0: I might have broken my thumb in the process. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but hey, no. you know stuff
0: happens. <laughs> yeah. I got mine in. My husband, on the other hand, did not get his in. So I uh, realized it was a competition. But uh, well, you know, or assigned w- chores. It was well. It w- he couldn't decide where he wanted them, and so I was after I. Uh, finished mine, I was ready to come indoors. I bet. So. <laughs> With, did When you can't hurt your decide, thumb, don't just do it. Snapping your fingers like, pray oh, up, pray up, pray up, pray <laughs> up, and decide? How did that happen? Yes, I did. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now, Sometimes
0: you got to do what you got to do. I was sitting on, on my butt <laughs> planting them. <laughs> and I started to get up and I just was on my thumb oh. uh, at the wrong position. And Ouch. So, I don't know. Could just be jammed. Yeah. One never knows. Just? I know. Sounds painful. Oh, the injuries you endure. Oh, I when know. Gardeners gardeners have a hard life, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah,
2: it's kind of like when you trip and fall down and hope the neighbors didn't see you do it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Done that more than once. <laughs> yeah. Good
3: point. It's like, oh. <laughs> Nobody right. gave us grace just because we were l- working in the garden with us. Like,
0: yeah. absolutely not. right, <laughs> so the holidays are over. You've mm. got some fabulous uh things after Christmas sales going on, which I totally uh endorse. come on in and see what they have uh, but currently i'm I'm starting to battle sad the seasonal affective disorder. Oh. Now, it's not too bad, but it will get worse <laughs> Oh wow. if I don't take action now. <laughs> so I went ahead and bought a white quilt for the bed. Awesome. And now I'm just looking around the store, finding ways to make my room light and bright and happy.
3: Oh, that's great. But you know, a better way to do it, I think, yeah. is to come in and look at the seed display. I'm sorry. I just walked. I just walked by the seed packets, and it's like, oh my god, this is great. Oh, There's fun. so much color, so many choices.
1: Yeah. Look, she's all giddy from it. I she know. Is. She really is. <laughs> yeah. I, I I would. That's uh, the coffee, but that's okay. I would recommend you plant something. Yeah. Uh, so whether it's a new house plant that you're going to put in a uh, ceramic container, or whether it's a terrarium, uh, or a dish garden, and but actually. Get some potting soil and take something from one container and mix it in. You know, it could be a succulent garden that you're going to create. It could be anything, but just there's something about handling soil and each individual plant. And yeah,
0: smelling it, well, smelling the soil. Well, I, I typically
1: don't just spend a lot of time doing that, but... Oh, well, I just enjoy it while
0: I'm doing it. Okay, all right. Okay. Okay. Those are wonderful suggestions. I'll bring you some compost next Saturday then. You can't wait, right? Take that. But uh, John and I were talking about it before the show, and at first I was thinking about around inside the building, um, just small pieces Mm. that I can do, like you have some... Uh, vases with some uh, s- some silk flowers. You also have some really nice placemats and table settings that w- could brighten up the house. And, Absolutely. And then, after John suggested houseplants, as you did, uh, Steve, I went out into the uh, air- the greenhouse and took a look, and there are so many. You're right. So, and beautiful colors. Dark green, light green, yellows, Oranges.
3: Yes. Reds. And guess what? What? They're all on sale. <gasps> yeah. Really?
0: No kidding. I was even thinking about trying this an week. orchid.
2: Ooh. Because you have some beautiful orchids. You could get something for every room.
3: There you go. Go so
1: ahead and tell them about the sale, kids. Yep.
2: 30%,
3: 30% off. 30%
2: off entire that, selection. That goes through, right? oh. through next Saturday. And
1: that just started, right? Yep. Like yesterday. Started yesterday. Yesterday. Thirty percent off all houseplants. That's it's wonderful.
3: Oh, you know what? It's January, and we have a fabulous selection of houseplants. Just fabulous. Well,
2: you know, like you said, you know, you're taking down your your Christmas decor, and you're kind of looking around like, ugh, we uh-huh. need something to brighten brighten it up. So. Yeah. Oh,
3: for sure. You know the the neatest thing happened just before christmas not just before a few weeks a lady was a young woman was in to, to look at christmas trees and she said i just can't do this it's a lot of money and you know then we're just going to have to put them out on the on the curb in, in january she said, i think i'll just get a big house plant so she got a, a big um eight foot tall ficus yeah. fiddly fig oh. and used that as her christmas tree that's and she said, "And then I still have something afterwards."
0: Yes, <laughs> and it doesn't look overly Christmassy. No, like
3: an well,
0: Evergreen. you can make well,
3: it. You can it w- make it do that. In fact, it would be yes. hard to make
1: it look overly Christmassy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't
3: know. I've kind of worked on palm trees before, about making them look Christmassy. I think that's kind of fun. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. W- it a fiddle leaf fig, or what? Uh, it was a fiddle leaf fig. Yeah. Yes, and, and those leaves are so interesting mm-hmm. in every way. They I mean, I mean they're just a, a gorgeous green leaf when you're looking at the especially the new growth from the top side. Uh I've got one at home that I've had for a few years and just if you're laying on the couch and you're looking up into it and just the coarse veins uh from the underside are just an amazing show just wow. on their own.
3: I'm trying to imagine him actually Reclining,
1: at least at home. (laughs) I just can't. He's always on the go. (laughs) Constant motion.
3: (laughs) I think that fiddle leaf figs. I don't know who started this, but just in the last year or so, they've become so popular. But they're so easy, and they're so dramatic. I think just beautiful, big. Well, it looks like a big fiddle.
1: Yeah, the leaf.
3: Well,
2: it all started in the in the. Decorating magazines. Yes, exactly. I mean, seriously. Sure. But
1: we've sold them. We've sold them for as long as I can remember. Oh, for
3: sure.
2: But but yeah. But everything goes through a cycle, and, and all of a sudden, something's they're, popular. They're well, back they're, again. And the reason,
1: yeah. one of the reasons I like them compared to, you know, what would have been the standard, twenty years ago or or more, which is just a regular ficus. Yeah. Benjamin. Yeah. A, f- uh, a weeping fig, if you will. It's just you don't have the leaf drop. Yeah. So if you have a big one of those, and plus they don't tolerate moves real well, you're just going to have that maintenance of that. And they seem to be more of a magnet for scale and some of those things. And the fiddly figs, although they can get scale and mealy and stuff like that, just seem to be very durable. Yes. And uh, there's something about if you had the luxury of being able to see one of those fiddly figs in a more uh, tropical climate growing outside – And appreciating them for being, you know, 30 or 40 feet tall and 30 or 30 feet wide or (laughs) more, and then to think that you've got one inside your house—it's just kind of.
0: Where are they native to or Uh, of?
1: In in Fidelia. Which
0: is oh yeah Yeah. I know where that is. (laughs) (laughs) What some some
1: tropical
2: area?
0: (laughs) Okay, enough said. (laughs) There you go.
2: What's really cool about them though—that that stem gets really woody, like. Like oh, a it tree, it, it is a tree.
1: tree. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, well, yeah. But on on these, but out ones growing outside, I mean, the trunks are like we'd Huge. see an oak or an ash or yeah, something out sure. yeah, there. Yeah, Humongoid. It's like Norfolk
3: Island pines, which I love. I think those are just so architectural, and so cool yeah. looking. A hundred feet tall, easy in their natural environment.
1: Make that wow. ship mast out of that Norfolk pond. Yeah,
3: seriously, you know? they are. I don't know if that's what they're huh. used for, but they could be. <laughs> they're pretty darn straight. Wow. That's oh, so I,
1: I knew
2: some trivia about that, but I, now I've forgotten. Oops. Something in New England—they—they uh, used this one tree so much for for ship mast that they wiped. They made it extinct. They wiped huh. it what? out. Oh. Yeah. It's hard. That's
1: I can't what remember happens. Remember what tree it was? But dummies.
2: Yeah. Overuse. Yeah.
3: How many gadgets. boats can you build, for heaven's sakes, you know? I
1: don't know. I mm-hmm. guess a few. <laughs> yeah.
0: Kind of reminds me of a Ryan Pankow's article in the News Gazette today where he was talking about native plants and how important they are to be used. And he found, uh, a friend of his found a gardening book from, what, 1915?
3: 17, I think, but yeah, okay, 15, yeah. 17, something Over like that. Over 100
0: years. Yeah. <laughs> and and he found it interesting that some of the same concepts we use today uh they were they were using back then as well, sure, so I'd like uh you know they were learning about the crop rotation and and um yeah, that you wanted to stick to the native species and just try to put them back into the environment whenever and wherever you can
3: an important school for that kind of uh investigation. The Maho plots are the I think the oldest experimental plots in the they country. Are. Okay. We're, it, it's, we're it's, really
1: it's, it's pretty major when you build a library really underground, fortunate. just, so, they don't just those,
3: so you keep out of the way of yeah. that small, the
1: field yeah. the small plot yeah, yeah.
3: good point. Yeah. What is
0: this, Marianne? That's that a plant you brought to hmm. the table. She's, She's a house an expert. Plant. Just a plant.
3: Yeah, we've got this line of plants that are they're already set up to be um, bonsai. Okay. Or bonsai. is is not a bonsai is not a plant. Bonsai is a method of growing and training and this is a ficus and um it just is raised up out of the soil and you can see the roots um they're so gnarly looking i just had to bring it up i think they're just lovely but that's that's part of bonsai it's not just what kind of plant it is it's it's about the 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 way it's shaped it's an art form
0: yeah and especially has to do with the root structure doesn't it Uh,
3: yes that's the beginning of it and then you do the same thing to the top growth, if you want, maybe not. Okay. Wouldn't it be cool to have this going on at the bottom? These these gnarly roots, and just make this a ball. They just it would look be like, such a contrast.
0: It look like really cool tree limbs, but instead of going up toward the sun, they're going down
1: toward the soil.
3: Yeah, something like that. Very
1: yeah. thick. And it's interesting enough to me that that would just be taking your imagination and getting that in the right container would be a great gardening experience oh for yeah. sure mm-hmm. absolutely and, and, and every time you looked at it and touched it and watered it it would be a gardening experience there's a inside. lot to be
3: said about the bonsai thing i i it's a lot of work it's a challenge it's uh, creative very artistic like i said um i i don't know if i have the patience for it no no patience probably i don't remember to do things <laughs> but
1: you, you, you'd you be you'd be fine with a fake bonsai a thing. fake one yeah well I, I, i'm sorry i mean but i mean that's what you're going to be doing you're going to put that in this uh container and you're not going to be taking it out and probably root pruning it on a yearly basis or ever or or, or ever um, <laughs> yeah, yeah really basis. You know, <laughs> but, but you can have the look
3: i think that's really awesome yeah you can have the look right now yeah, yeah. I, it's neat we've got a we have a, a number of pots of them i think the other one's a money plant I think that's mm-hmm. the only two we have, and what two kinds of plants?
0: We oh, have. I didn't look at the bonsais last week. You had, but I did last week, and you had a couple of the windswept. Yeah. Uh, type. Oh,
2: the of junipers. Th- yeah.
0: Probably. That's what it was, probably. You know? And those were. Uh, uh, those are
3: just for beginners. A I A little think
1: difficult inside. I would
3: never ever suggest for beginners to use a, a juniper. Stay with a tropical versus yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, a temperate plant that who's going to want some cold, rested, dormant yeah. period, but yeah. but if you're if you're feeling like more of a challenge,
3: absolutely, and, and
1: want to put a little more effort into giving it a resting period, I think if you if you can do that and you have the right environment to give it a resting period, I think they could be relatively maintenance free and very rewarding.
3: Absolutely, yeah. that's what it's all about, though the resting yeah. period. Junipers are outdoor trees and shrubs, big outdoor trees and shrubs. Well, and they
1: typically, what, zone three?
3: Zone three, yeah, yeah. So they can tolerate a lot, a lot of cold. Okay. A- and honestly, they need cold. So wintering them over would be difficult.
1: But you're not going to just leave this relatively small soil mass pot just outside. Well, I'll just put it on my deck, and it's right. going to be fine but, going through the winter. Yeah, it's going to dehydrate. And, not going to happen. <laughs> okay. then, so you'd have to give it a uh, a cool period. Probably, I don't know for sure, but probably below 45. I'm guessing, yes. Maybe even And and pretty consistent if you can. So somewhere between 25 and 30 and 45 probably, somewhere in that range. And I don't know for how long, but I would guess a minimum of six weeks. Probably. Probably would be better off with two or three months. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm sure you would. Uh, You wouldn't want it to be dark. Yeah. Uh, You don't need light for growth, but you would need some air circulation and some... Some light and okay.
3: So as attractive as they are in their pods now, it'd be a little bit of a challenge. But you know
0: the bonsai junipers. If you want to do that, yeah. yeah. The you have to remember to water it on occasion. Yeah. Right. A lot, especially because it's an evergreen, right? Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's go to the phone lines at three five six nine three nine seven. Plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. John in Monticello phones in. Good morning, John.
1: Good morning. Uh, you folks were talking about bonsai, and my daughter was came back from Japan with a couple of starter plants for me, oh. but they haven't they haven't been uh, planted yet. Is there any special soil that needs to be used as far as a bonsai, or just regular potting soil? Okay.
3: Well, I, I'd say just a regular potting soil, but high quality and that it drains well. Draining Drainage would be the issue like a lot of houseplants.
0: Would he also be concerned about the size of the pot that he's putting it, or the planter? Yeah, small. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so the roots aren't encouraged to yeah, grow, you, I'm guessing?
1: Yeah, you want it to be relatively small because that's the nature of the beast. You don't want to have too much of anything uh, for okay. it. To, to grow. And so I, I'd say either regular potting soil or maybe even a cactus succulent soil. Exactly. Soil. Strainage you know, is the I issue. Suggest, right. yeah. And
3: cactus soil drains a little better. So either a high-quality just regular potting soil or a cactus potting soil I think would be good, choice All
1: right. All right. And, and have fun. I've, 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 yeah. I've tried pot bonsai before but never had too much luck with it. So. Oh, do you, you know, can do, do it. Do you know what the positive. type of plants are, John? What? varieties they are i i haven't i haven't looked at them closely yet are, the, are they say, or are they needles like i said they're 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 basically just in a small box and i haven't even really looked at them all that much yet
3: oh, so okay. i'm gonna have
1: to do some investigation but yeah uh, neat let us know I was curi- yeah i was curious about the, the type of soil yeah and, and well, even if you uh aren't in a position to put them in a bonsai pot yet just get i assume they're in a it sounds like they're soilless if they were brought in from outside of the country right so they're just yeah maybe bagged if you will so probably getting them potted up even in a small peat pot or very very tiny plastic pot and getting them so they can get established until you decide how you're going to go with the project and the container they're going to go in and all that stuff
2: all right. Very good. Thank you, folks. You have a great day.
1: You too. Well, too.
2: Thanks,
0: and and good luck on that bonsai. I hope you they do a little bit better than the last project. But well, that's what all of this is—a learning process. Absolutely. Sure.
2: And this is a great project for winter. I mean, no when you kidding? can't be outside. Oh, yeah. And some that's people a good point. don't have anywhere to garden at
1: all. Some and, people uh, just have,
2: you know, live in town.
1: So and that's yeah. what you have to do to get through these winters. You have to have a combination of being able to. Retreat into magazines or online articles or catalogs or whatever it is. Plus, f- physically doing something.
3: Yeah, I paint rooms.
1: Yeah. Huh?
3: I paint rooms.
1: Oh, good. That's well. well that's come bad on bad over hard. to my <laughs> house, that, Mary. Ann. No, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about gardening, doing things. Oh. So you, <laughs> you have to be able to go out and prune or spread yes. some mulch or walk outside and dream or dig some holes or plant a terrarium or.
0: I was. You mentioned the terrarium. I was happy to see that uh, in your your smaller miniature garden plants, fairy garden, uh, you had some more of the uh, pinkish. Pol- I I just know them as polka dot plants. That's hypoestes? People, hypoestes.
3: That's what most people
0: call it's, them. Yeah. What is
2: it? Hypoestes. That's it. Hypoestes. You know, I hypoestes. That.
0: I did because uh, Jim Wurtz ha- helped me to it's, m- it's remember just, it. just like a hippo, only different. I, uh, okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> those are pretty aren't they
0: uh it boy they yes they are some of my favorites that's neat. and uh, even just to plant you know like a few in a container just for for that pop of pink but then as I was going around in the greenhouse I could see a lot of pinks happening in uh, in leaves in flowers um, in like well, they would be leaves, but like the spiky plants? I'm trying to pull up pictures so The that you- spiky
3: plants. Yeah, it, it's it's. this is the time of year when you need to see that, need to feel it. So being in the greenhouse when um, I'm watering, I, I have so many people say, gosh, it feels so good out here. Mm-hmm. And it's just the moisture and the, the, the plants, and mm. it just feels good to have houseplants around you.
2: And I especially like the smell.
3: Oh, my gosh, yeah.
2: You get that little bit of that soil smell and... The moisture. If we could just bottle it. Oh, those are African violets.
0: I was going to say, they almost look like African violets.
1: Almost. They're so close, it's crazy. They are
0: beautiful. And then you also have the combinations that have the blue and the purple and the uh, pink. Yes, I love that. Um, And then you had like this reddish.
2: The Dracaena. Okay. Colorama.
0: Next next to this one that has beautiful variegated... Mm -hmm. uh,
2: Probably lemon limes,
0: lemon lime.
3: Also dracaena. And yeah. yeah, I was Seen enjoying them,
0: yeah. also the bright yellows in that one. The orchids are just looking gorgeous. Um, and then textures, I'm really into too. This oh, yeah, one. those looked, are
2: succulents.
3: Yes, it was a succulent. But it, and I, then just keep in mind they're all 30% off this week, so you just gotta gotta get some.
0: Wow. Well, yes. I mean, pothos that almost look yellow, especially next to the
2: really green ones. Those devil's tongue is the name, yeah. A common name
0: now. As I was looking at more pink ones, uh, you have wandering Jews, and is that more of a creeper,
3: a uh, hanging down spreader,
0: down. or it's creeper. a hanging down yeah, thing, spiller. Okay, it's a spiller. Thanks. I like hanging we down. All said, we all said like it, we all said something different, <laughs> but,
2: but it's the we same. We all knew <laughs> what we
0: we're talking about, yes, <laughs> <laughs> we did.
2: You want okay. some
1: rosemary while well, I'm thinking about it? We have a little bit. Some four-inch pots. Do you need some oh, for a home? Oh, do I want some. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. We, we brought one inside that's just thriving.
3: And, uh, nice. I think. Nice.
1: Did you, know, you just bring a, it in? No. Um, probably been in for two and a half months.
3: No spider mites yet? Good for no. you. Listen, look at that. No.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Uh, and I didn't treat the soil, so you'll... Not be ingesting any. Why? <laughs> why? Why? would you do that? Ugh. Uh, you will not be ingesting any toxic because you mentioned some about it, no spider mites. Yeah. yeah. No. No. No creepers.
3: That's awesome. Um, of course, course they'll. They, they'll. If you. If you're cooking with it, they burn up anyway. So.
0: Wow. True. <laughs> <If> you're <laughs> cooking with them. Oh, for. Oh. Okay, spices you can, or whatever, you can hose them gotcha. off first. Herbs. so
3: yeah, back to the plants, <laughs> you know what We had a pretty good rain last week. most people did last Excellent weekend rain. so so, considering this is January, we probably need to think about uh, cold winds again, and it might might be a good idea to reapply wilt proof if you've applied it to your evergreens mm-hmm. after a good rain like that. Kind of dissipates, so you need to reapply that. So, if it actually gets
1: up in the 40s this afternoon or tomorrow,
3: perfect day to do it.
1: Get out there and do it.
3: Okay, well, the soil temps it's interesting you're gardening still. Your husband still has time to get out there and get his bulbs in the ground, make him do it. It's (laughs) like just make a decision. Yeah, so the soil temps are still in the 40s. I think it's the very low 40s, right at 40 and 41, at 4-inch and 8-inch. Okay. So, you you know, it's still.
0: Like I
1: get an early Valentine's gift by going out there and helping him make the decision. There you um, go. Do you oh, know nice. how many
0: Valentine's gifts I've given him in the garden? <laughs> <laughs> he picks it out, and I take care of it. <laughs> He should feel well loved. (laughs) Established
1: a pattern because his
0: plants do. There's never too much love in the world. There you go. (laughs) I'm easy. He is wonderful, and that's an excellent uh, suggestion
1: there, Steve. Just get it done, because I mean, your opportunity could be shut off. I'm not saying tomorrow, but any day now. Any day now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, the bottom could drop out.
3: That's, that's why it's it's this is a great time, like like you were saying, to, to evaluate your garden or get out there and do those little things like the wilt proof or, or pruning. And that's actually what I was doing outside. Oh, pruning. Prune. So I, I've been doing a little bit of that. And, you know, we were talking about Japanese maples last mm-hmm. week. And that's the kind of plant that I really appreciate, pruning, because it also is an art form. They, uh, almost all of my Japanese maples still have their so leaves. So the leaves. Yeah. I, I only have two that that don't. But all the rest of them, the ones I really want to prune, have held uh, on to their uh, leaves.
1: And oh. you know, there's a reason for it. Sure. We just don't necessarily understand it. But I totally sometimes do. you just wonder if it's not to protect the new buds because we've had such wacky temperatures and extremes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Up and down, single digits, low teens yeah. to 50, 60 degrees, and it's been such a roller coaster. And you and just wonder been- if, if some of the stuff is just being held on just to protect. Uh, so I'm that's a good I theory. I was thinking about stripping some of them just but I uh, I'm not going to I'm, I'm going to let them stay. I'm I'm going to wait call. to prune.
3: To the, I mean they'll they'll go away,
1: but They'll go away when they're ready.
3: Yeah, I'm going to let them do that.
1: But it and it's not like it's just one variety of Japanese maple and it's not like it's just one exposure. Well, oh, the ones on the south side, or the ones on uh-uh. the east side, it's All so them. uniform it's crazy. It is crazy. Hmm. It's true,
3: but you know, speaking of the of of Japanese maples and the new plants that I have in my yard, <laughs> there's a couple of them that don't get very much water. So what that, I know it's <laughs> it's because they're under the eve of a you know
1: perhaps the right amount of water. Uh, yeah. Okay, all right, we'll enough, all right. <laughs> enough
3: water. I I actually saw one of my camphor that um got burned in one of those first two really cold periods we had in November uh-huh. and December. Just, I think, I, I know that's a really wet place. I can't believe it didn't have enough moisture. In it How long have they been it. in the ground? Oh, that particular cypress has been there um, probably six years.
1: So other than the fact that you're totally abusing it with not watering the root system and developing a root system in this dry area, it should have another, at least half of the plant should have a, an established root system that's yeah, part should. that's it, exposed it, to the it's like rainfall. Right,
3: it's right next to a downspout, which is why I think it gets enough water. <laughs> it's not because I take a hose out there by any means. But, uh, no, I would have thought it would have been protected enough. But, anyway, that's the thing we have to be careful of, too, plants, new plants particularly. Absolutely. But, that's
2: I actually did that on, on Sunday. I did watered. you? Yeah. Drug your five-gallon bucket out. Or whatever out. day it was. I don't, I don't know. Or <laughs> right before the big rain. Yeah. <laughs> but but you know what? I can't depend on rain because the way the trees are, the canopies
1: are. You know, sometimes and there's so much root competition for all that oh, water yeah, yeah, that you sure. do get. Yeah. Yeah, it's easy for those big established trees that have been there for decades or a hundred or. More years yeah. to get it versus this little thing that you nestled into They're a spot. They're going to take yeah. it all.
2: Yeah. Oh. yeah.
0: I would have never thought of that.
1: You oh, you, d- you do when you see things wilting. Yeah, When you plant sure. a woodland area. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Or when you're trying to dig a hole and plant and you're seeing how much root competition you're... Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I'll bet. And it's like hard as a brick.
3: Oh, nice. Mm,
2: yeah. Perfect situation, right? Nothing <laughs> had hasn't been disturbed for 100 years. Huh. Uh, yeah.
0: So, yeah. over this past week, in the store, what have people mostly been looking for and asking about? Christmas.
2: Uh, the same thing? Well, how Christmas, plants. is house that easy? Houseplants, for sure. Uh, I had, uh, a couple of days ago, a gentleman was worried his garlic he had planted this fall. A few of them are starting to shoot up. And, you know, I think it's just because of the inconsistencies of the, of the temperatures. and yeah. So, uh, just reading a little bit of comments about about what other people have done uh, we decided on some mulch or straw just to keep the soil temperatures more consistent down lower exactly so
3: I was noticing yesterday I was walking around the garden and um, yard and I have uh, bulbs that have started to shoot out of the ground just just barely but um, mm. it's like mm. guys it's just not time yet yeah I mean so old,
1: a, older established bulbs yeah Wow. Yeah,
3: not the, n- the new ones haven't. I? Yeah. I, I am tickled with that. but yeah. um, Wow. A little more mulch, I guess. Yeah. Like you said, John. I think that's the way to get around it. Yeah. And, and not that it's actually going to hurt the, the bulb all that much with the leaves being out of the ground, but it does burn them usually. Once in a while, if it's a really late frost or, or late freeze, but we're not there yet, so.
2: Yeah.
3: Didn't okay. have to worry too much about yeah. that.
2: And then we talked to a customer about pruning, obviously. They're overgrown, compact uh, burning bush.
3: Oh. Whack it down.
1: Is it time to do it? <laughs> you know. <laughs> I you never know. thought about pruning a burning bush. And and typically just total takedown is not what you do. No. But it's funny how over the years you can remember how Different, either businesses or residences treated certain plants over the years, and I can remember back on Kirby Avenue in Champaign, near Prospect, whatever it was a was it an Eisner grocery store before yeah. it was Aww. Diana grocery yeah. store yeah. where the uh-huh. Busey Bank location yeah. is yeah. now. They used to have a burning bush hedge there oh. along the sidewalk, and and you know this is so this is what thirty some years ago. The the pruning method that was often used there was a total takedown. And it was, seemed like every three or four years. I mean, they just literally mowed them off it's uh, called, like called an inch or two above the ground. It's
3: called renewal printing. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and it was a gorgeous hedge. You know.
3: Some, some plants tolerate that. Some do. Obviously, some
1: that do. one does. You sit well, down
3: to an inch?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: It was just like, I mean, just enough... Where they, I'm assuming a chainsaw probably, but uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a, a saw could be held horizontal, whether it was a handsaw or a chainsaw, and get down there and cut that close to the ground. Yeah.
3: yeah. Wow, that's well, not usually was, the method, but
1: yeah, not not
2: normally. This was a, where I got into middle of a husband and wife j- dispute. What? Uh, well, well, no, no. John broke the first <laughs> rule. I, you know, it was it was kind of cute though. It was uh, where you know I said you know. Your best to, to prune every couple of years. as supposed to wait for five years. I I'm told her so. To, well, That's, <laughs> that's that, exactly. That's what I told you. I just like, oh great. We get combat <laughs> but, pay for that. Yeah, but they were but they were having fun Combat it too, pay. So.
3: It happens all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can understand that. It's it's kind of amusing. Um, but it, you know, two people in the same household and, and and experiencing the same plant for so many years, and they have two totally different conceptions of of how to take care of it, you know. And you know what? That's the beauty of of horticulture and plants. Yeah, there's no one right way usually
1: except my way right right <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's my garden <laughs> i can imagine
0: that could be neat though cuz you end up learning different elements that work from oh, both methods yeah yeah
3: yeah absolutely okay good yeah absolutely there's usually yeah. uh, several different approaches to anything but yep. once in a while it's it's just there's just one way but um yeah that's the fun part of it's learning new new methods yeah you know,
0: getting back to house plants real quick. I'm just wondering about giving them enough sunlight in the winter time. I mean, how are they used to these l- lower light or shorter time spans of light? No.
2: Well, no, yeah. they don't like it, but but if you notice, it's because of the low light levels, the plants are kind of in a state of dormancy. Oh. They don't put out a lot of new growth.
0: Okay. So they're not using up a lot of energy because they aren't receiving a lot of energy. Right. But it isn't completely going to kill them. No. They just, well, that's you really how they. Well, abuse it. They, well, okay. for, first you off, do you, know me, don't you, John? <laughs> you, you need to have
1: chosen the right plant for the right space. Oh. And even if it's a plant that will tolerate, quote-unquote, low to medium light, You've just got to make sure you're not having it too minimal. Uh, if in doubt, I would, in the winter months, I would always air on a little bit more if at all possible. Okay. But these plants didn't want to be in seven or eight hour daylights. I mean, they came from an area that was more consistent, closer to 10 to 12 hours uh. Uh, year round, and not six or seven, and not these crazy white, gray
0: skies. Right. Still, they're nice to have indoors, especially at this time of year. And be very successful
1: with it. You just have to go and play in
0: dirt. Yeah. Yep. Go play. This has been Plant Experts live at Prairie Gardens with our experts, Marianne Metz, John Weisgarver, and Steve Brown. I'm Tamara McDaniel. Our producer is Blake Landa. If you have any questions you want to email, the uh, address is plantexperts at wdws.com. Plenty of sales going on out here now at Prairie Garden, so come out, check them out, and take advantage of them. Have a great weekend.